Good evening, and we uh, welcome our guests and visitors. And uh, if there are on this Labor Day weekend, that we hope that you find, you know, some rest from all the busy activities and uh, things that happen. You know, we pray too that uh, if there are family gatherings, that there'll be peaceful ones and prayerful ones and happy ones. Uh, it's good for us from time to time to have a time of peace and relaxation, separating ourselves from all the daily duties and concerns. I think uh, I'd like to just mention something that in this time of chaos in the, uh, in the world and the church and all about us, how important it is that we have some silence and that we foster the spirit of prayer. You know, prayer is just simply conversation with our Lord, telling what's in our hearts, what, what bothers us, what worries us, and the joys, the happiness, just our concerns. And you know, in this world of noise, and it is a world of noise, the only place that we can find ourselves is in silence. Just, you might consider uh, maybe once a week or whatever that's within your uh, usual activities to have a time where you can just be silent and find yourself. You know, we can't find ourselves unless we're silent. And one place that you can do that is in the Adoration Chapel. You know, no matter what your work is or what, what's going on in your life or cell phones and all the rest, that's one place that you can be alone and that you can be silent and you can be for our Lord. And uh, what a wonderful practice it is and what a wonderful blessing to spend one hour a week before our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, in silence and in prayer. What a beautiful thing to do. And what blessings will you find in doing that for yourself and for your family. So uh, you might consider that. In reading scripture, I would recommend that you look at uh, the epistle of St. James, the first and second epistles of St. Peter, and the first epistle of St. John. You know, as an example, James, that we read today, and we'll read next week, is one of the earliest writings of the church, and it's sort of a catechism, but also an examination of conscience. What does it mean to be an anointed one, a Christ in this world? And that's what we're all called, called to be. He's very direct, very blunt, very plain. You don't have to imagine stuff when you read St. James. 
And then first and second Peter, remember, he was writing that and he would be soon be put to death for the faith. He was writing that in time of persecution and turmoil within the church. So it might be well to read that. And then the first epistle of John, it's all about sacrificial love, not sentimentality, not emotions, not feelings, but the sacrificial love of Jesus on the cross, a love that came from suffering. It's all about that, so you might consider it. Now this evening, our Lord gave a pretty good description of the human condition. When he said, you know, all of this stuff, all this evil that we see every day in our society, everywhere, comes from the human heart. Very little is said that of original sin or that we're, we're broken. We're broken vessels. And only Jesus Christ can put us back together again. And so I'd like to give you, a, you might say, a little rule of life, if you want to call it, or a little spiritual exercise that you can do every day. Now, first of all, before I give this exercise, uh, we all have one thing in common here, our faith in Jesus Christ and our faith in the Eucharist, the sacrifice. All of us here, I'm sure, have one desire, and that is to love God and to do good. In other words, all of us here know that we are created to love God above all things, with our whole heart, with our whole soul, with our whole being, and with all our strength. The first commandment. And that in Jesus Christ, in the new commandment, that we are called not only to love others as we love ourselves, but we are called to love the new commandment of Jesus. You are to love one another as I have loved you, the cross. He died for us. And none of us can do that without through him, without with him, and living in him. In him we live and move and have our being. That's who we are. That's what we're called to. Now, I'll give you this little spiritual plan, if you want to call it that, something you can live every day. First of all, that we must always know that we have sin and that we must acknowledge our sins. That we are that we have sinned. 
You know, as an example, just a human example, the first step of AA, that my life was out of control and only a higher power can put it back. And the word is sanity. And the word sanity comes from the Latin word sanus, that is becoming a human being. So the first step is to acknowledge our sins, to look deep within us, to call for conversion of our hearts and minds. You know, you hear this adage, oh, I'm a good person, but I just destroyed so-and-so's reputation, but I'm still a good person. No, no, that's sin. That doesn't make a good person. Afternoons with pornography or evenings. That's not a good person. That's sinfulness. Or I'm this good person, but you know, I make life miserable for the people I work with that work for me. And I'm a very good person. I live in this lovely, beautiful home, but I walk right by the poor. We have to pray for conversion. We have to get down on our knees and look into our hearts and pray for forgiveness. That's the first step. The second step is we must follow the Our Father. And especially, in particular, Father, forgive me as I have forgiven those who have harmed me. We must not carry resentment or anger within us. We destroy ourselves when we do that. We become very unhappy people. We are called to forgive. To forgive. We may be hurt, and the hurt may never go away, but we're called to forgive. Why? Because I stand before him and I say, Father, Jesus, forgive me, and I don't forgive this one over here. How can I be honest? That's the second step. The third is prayer. Prayer that's fervent and careful and comes from the heart. Not rattling off words, but you might say having a heart-to-heart -heart discussion with the Lord daily. And the fourth, and, and that is to take care of the poor. We can do that every day. And none of us complete poverty. If we're poor, that's all right. We may be only to give a can of beans or maybe a smile. Maybe that's all we got. But we can do something. And lastly, to walk humbly before the Lord. Not to be a hypocrite 
to be who you are before God. And we call that humility, truth. So, acknowledge our sins, forgive those who harm us, to pray daily, to give to the poor, and to walk humbly. We can do that every day. And that will prepare us for the kingdom of God. And you know another thing that's so surprising about this little spiritual plan? You'll have peace of mind, peace of heart, and you'll be happy because you'll be walking in the presence of the Lord. God bless you.